Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Good afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal home. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Robb. I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanet. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Tuesday. It's Rob and Souk. Happy New Year. We are back. Souk was in uh, Vancouver, B.C., partying with all the rich white folk up there. A lot of Asians as well. <clears throat> And I was in San Diego. We couldn't have gone <laughs> no, <laughs> to uh, any more opposite cities on the West Coast. No, rich white people and Hispanics, rich white people <laughs> and Asians. Yes. Uh, we had a lot of white Teslas right. up uh, where we were at. I saw a lot of Teslas. There's a lot of Mercedes down there, too. I was alarmed at the number of not te- white Teslas. I believe that it is illegal to drive another car in uh, West Vancouver than a white Tesla. Can I just say that I'm... I've always been kind of opposed to a white car, and I don't know why. I can see that. I can't. I can't answer why. Just the the, the plainness of it Maybe gets dirty. What it really gets dirty easy. real yeah. easy. Yeah, really the dirt. Easy. And then yeah, but then that it limits you because cars like I don't like exotic colors for cars mm-hmm. really for the most part. The cars well, that I own at well, least. Well, silver is the number one most popular. Now silver is great. Yeah, but we always we always go black. Uh, got a lot of black cars. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, and you know what they say. <laughs> Why don't you go black? That's right. Uh, I enjoy that all the cars now, that all the uh, unique different, like we're getting a lot of like the matte variants. And yeah, I do like the matte. That's they're, pretty. They're doing a lot of really cool, like when we bought our Bronco, yeah. we got like a, uh, it's called like a cactus gray. It's like a, a bluish green gray. Mm-hmm. Like they're giving you different options than your standard you know, black, white, gray. I'm okay with it. I like that we're getting some uh, some flair. I'm okay with it. And they always have some sort of weird names, like Grabber Blue. Like it's a, I know. Grabber what? That's the color of my car right now is Grabber Blue, and it feels a little, uh, you know, feels a little Trumpy. Shut <laughs> up. We're just out grabbing, grabbing people. <clears throat> um, what was I going to tell you? Oh, yeah, he was uh, up north. I was down south, and now we're back, and we're here. We're doing the show. It's yeah. very exciting. Sports. Um yeah, we've got a lot of football to discuss. So we got to get to um, we've t- we've been all college and basically just talking about yesterday's games for the first couple of hours here. But we've got to get to the um, reporting as eligible. Yeah, incident the yeah. Lions Cowboys. Apparently, we finally have some punishment being handed down to an official too. So we'll get to that coming up this hour in the club tonight. Google's most searched twenty twenty three. But right now, the hot. Five at five. Oh. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot Five at Five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you on the fan by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Online at victoricos.com. Number five. Kenny Pickett. Do you remember him? I do. 
him of the tiny baby hands. He's got denials to make. Yeah, he is denying rumors that he refused to be the Steelers' backup quarterback against the Seahawks on they're, Sunday. They're riding the hot hand of Mason Rudolph. God, I never thought I would hear anyone ever say those words <laughs> together. Mason Rudolph? Mason Rudolph. How about, well, you got Mason Rudolph and Joe Flacco. Take your pick. Yeah, well, this is the time of year where everybody gets all bristly and butt hurt. Yeah. Belichick had to come out today, and he's like, oh, I'm not talking about my future. <laughs> Could we get Saban and Belichick leaving in the same year? Why Saban's not going anywhere. Do you think so? No, why would think, he? Well, he's old. Oh, I, I don't think Saban's going anywhere anytime soon. Bill, on the other hand, if you believe reports, his ass is done in another week. As it should be. It it feels I mean, like it feels like maybe it's They're time terrible. for a change there. Yes, yeah. it's over. What was I telling you? Something about Kenny Pickett, and he was denying oh. that. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Well, but who cares? Jets cut bait with Dalvin Cook to the running back. He's gonna he's gonna try to join a contender. Yeah. So for all the people that were uh, upset that Minnesota wasn't gonna resign him, yeah, maybe they were onto something there with the idea that he's washed. Yeah, he didn't look very good with the Jets, but then again, they don't have a very good offensive line. No, but running backs don't age like wine; they age like bread. I mean, it's just, it's the, it's the truth. Um, David Tepper, the owner of the Panthers, <laughs> has been fined $300,000. We're talking about expensive water. Now, that's an expensive glass of water. He tossed a uh, drink on a Jags fan. Yeah, it was up in the suite, and, you know, they were getting stomped as they always <laughs> do. Was it just water? I don't know. It just it was it, it was in a cup, so we, I don't know if it was booze, if it was water. But the fan can be heard saying something to him, and then he throws it, and the fan stands up. The fan's in a jersey and is yelling at him, and then Tepper walks away, and he apologized and said that he's got to be better, and you know he well, accepts yeah. the the fine. He's a billionaire, so you think this hurts him a little bit? I don't think that you enjoy writing three hundred thousand dollar checks. I don't think it it hurts him. I think it hurts his pride. Look, I, I he never, seems like a giant douche. Yeah, by he, the way. he's a donkey. But yeah. at the same time, when somebody, I don't know, when you're being baited like that, I know he's got to be better than that. I never really judge people when they're <laughs> when they do that. Like I get it. You know that fan was being beyond totally. obnoxious. Like, you know what? And, and you just have you. We've all had that moment where you just it's like, yeah. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Like you instantly regret <laughs> throwing yeah. throwing the water or whatever. Look, at but, least it's a real fine. I mean, I know he's a billionaire, yeah. but. Dude, three hundred grand. I guess that's a that's a good fine. Three hundred G's. Yeah, I don't Come think on. you can find owners much higher than that. Really, that's a good chunk of change. Hey, uh, well, it's January second, so I'm not sure if you care about basketball yet. I know in my world, not quite. You want hot blazer? Hot blazer news? Yeah, I do. Bring it. What do you got? <laughs> Scoot, man, you missed it. Scoot Anderson's the best point guard in the league. What are you talking about? Let's well, go. I'm looking here. They are the second-to-last team in the West. Yeah, it's not good. 9-23, and 23, although somewhere they got an extra win that I that I missed. I thought they were 8 and something. but Well, they beat well Phoenix the other night. Kicked did they the, beat the Spurs? They did. Be, well, they, they 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 played the Spurs back-to-back. Yeah, and, and they beat them. And, well, they lost. The time. Yeah, they lost to the one where everyone played, and then no one played, and they, they outed Why? Them. Can I ask a question why the Spurs are so bad? Should they be 5-27? and 27? I don't know. Uh, I haven't watched a lot of them other than occasionally I'll check out uh, Wemby, but I don't think it behooves them to be any good. Just go get another high pick. Wemby's uh, not playing a lot of minutes some games. Oh, is that what Yeah, there's times he's only reason. playing like 19 or 22 minutes, and he's not playing in back-to-backs, and they're all kinds of bad. All right, well, I don't know if you care about basketball, but uh, number one, Purdue in action tonight. They're taking on Maryland 32-19 to early in the second half. Uh, North Carolina has a three-point lead on Pitt. UNC ranked eighth. It's 31-28 at half, and later we get Duke-Syracuse, and I believe Syracuse beat Oregon, didn't they? Or or did Oregon beat Syracuse? See how much I'm following basketball? That I don't know off the top of my head. I thought they, yeah, they beat Oregon. Anyway, I don't know why I told you that. I do know that my Brigham University Cougars are like 14th in the country. Four white guys and Egyptian, you can't handle it. How's the Jayhawks? How's the Jayhawks doing? Uh, really good. <laughs> You're um, not ready for what BYU and the Big 12s. <laughs> now we've got a little conference rival. Yeah, we're Big we're 12. Big 12 rivals. Big 12 rivals. Bring it. <laughs> You're not ready for our whiteout. Bring it, white boy. You're not ready. Michigan opens as a four and a half point favorite over UW in the college football playoff championship on Monday. Uh, insiders now saying that Jim Harbaugh would entertain NFL offers, which he will get. Yeah, if you haven't seen. 
and I don't know how much you you were listening, but dude, some of his press conferences, boy, it is the most non-committal. If it was anyone else, we'd be like, oh, he is so far gone. And the NCAA sniffing around him, he's going to get suspended. I just don't think there's any way, especially if they win, that that guy's back in Michigan. Via Softy Show, the Washington offensive coordinator Ryan Grubb says they do expect running back Dylan Johnson to play in the title game, so that's good news. They are going to load that guy up with so many horse tranquilizers and painkillers. That guy's been playing on one foot for like two months. And ESPN has apologized for showing Bourbon Street flashers. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny is that I, I so I didn't see this. I didn't either. But oh, I didn't. every time you saw it, I did. I saw it, and then what did we get? I went. Well, we got a boob. Oh yeah, I saw it. one boob. On, yeah, she was. It was. She full just pulled on down the yeah, one boob, down. and okay. she looked hammered. Yeah, I saw the. <laughs> no I stole the still the still photo of it on TMZ. Mm. The funny part is, is that every time they showed the crowd on Bourbon Street, I was specifically looking. I thought to myself, with every one of those shots, I'm like, because I love New Orleans. I was like, someone, someone out there is going to get one of these in. And I never saw one. And now I'm upset that I missed it. ESPN, you apologized to me for not showing more of it. I kept waiting to uh, to get a little Janet Jackson. It oh, never happened. I'm looking at the still shot, like you said. Yeah. I was watching it, and I totally missed it because I was looking at that emo-looking dude on the left. The guy in the blue jacket. I was looking at that guy going, God, he looks miserable. And you missed it. I remember my thought at the time. There was a boob right there to the right. Girl in the black shirt. And I missed it. I was looking at that guy going, God, you're on Bourbon Street, dude. Hey, lighten up a little bit. And not only that, but he had a boob next to him. Another reason for him to lighten up. Come on. I just state for the record, New Orleans is fantastic. I love everything about it. That is, place. It is a great place. Uh, two other notes. Cam Ward headed to the NFL draft. He will not be headed to Ohio State. That's, of course, the Washington State quarterback. Yeah. And then uh, DJ Uyungle is off to Florida State, as expected. Mm-hmm. He's going to go there. And he credits Jordan Travis. Uh, oh. Yeah, I guess he had a long conversation with him, and Travis talked him into uh, just kind of the culture there and, and being able to – I don't know, kind of finish this thing off right. The Ducks lose freshman corner Cole Martin. He's headed, the, uh, headed to the transfer portal. And then the Beavers uh, have lost receiver Silas Bolden, who is also going to transfer. Yeah, it's been a rough go of it for the uh, the Beavs. And, uh, you know, the Ducks have lost plenty to the portal, but no one that really kind of factors into the future. But, um, you know, this kid played, I mean, was one of the the guys they were kind of counting on for the future. So I would say this is one of the the, the few transfers that Oregon's had that stings a little bit that you, uh, you wish he would have stayed in the fold. All right, your Hot 5 at 5 brought to you by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Order now at victoricos.com. Let's get back to Michigan, Washington, next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Prime Time with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. We're back. Rob got caught in the uh, the quick break. This always happens at the uh, the start of the year. The uh, the spot breaks get a little thin for those uh, first couple weeks of uh, of January. I ran a little faster from the bathroom than he did. So. <laughs> you guys were, were leaving at the same time? Just about. <laughs> you, had, you had to scoot a little bit. Yeah, it'll sneak up on you. Because we're used to having the, 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 the breaks you usually get about four minutes. But, uh, you know, some of these. These are short. What yeah, the hell? Yeah, these are short. Well, it's, Ryan Cooley. It's the start of the year, man. Janu- Earth to Ryan Cooley. January's thin. Sell more ads. <laughs> I got to pee. We were doing the walk and talk and then the talk and pee, too. So that slowed us down even more. Yeah, we were talking. You guys, like, crossing streams and whatnot? <clears throat> we were just talking about sports, bro. Comparing hydration levels? We love sports. Schultz sports is a guy that will talk sports. I feel like he's... <laughs> Somewhere at a New Year's Eve party, Schultz, he was, uh, he was getting deep into the, the Ducks' big game coming up. Well, we've got Michigan-Washington on Monday. That's exciting, although we can't bet on it at A&A. I'm a little pissed about that. No, you got to go. Good thing I got my Bavada account ready to go. They can't be happy about that. Because it wasn't – how far did Gonzaga get in the tournament? Well, they've been to the finals the, a, Mar- a couple this times. Last but March this Madden. last year, I don't think they got very deep, did they? God, I thought they got to the 16, but I, I yeah, really... Yeah, sweet I'm 16 forgetting. and got balanced. Well, we couldn't bet on them there. No, no, no. You can't bet. If you go up to A, which is the closest place to uh, to wager here on yeah. your collegiate sports, yeah, you can't uh, you can't bet on any of the uh, Washington teams. Well, the Elite Eight, excuse me. Well, they made the Elite they Eight. Made they, the, eight. They, they lost to UConn. I yeah. didn't think they went that far. I that stand damn cor- UConn. I stand corrected. You idiot. How it's, do you host a show? UConn just got done bitch-slapping... Uh, who did they... Well, they, in fact, they they... Beat Gonzaga this year. They drilled Gonzaga. Did you see Connor Stallions was at the game? Uh, I heard that that was the thing, but I did not. Uh, I I haven't confirmed that, but I, I heard that he was. No, he uh, was there. He was there because people, you know, these days sure. people to shoot video and put it on the Insta. Yeah, well, I think that's kind of one of those. A, a lot of people are upset that Michigan doesn't seem very contrite about any of this, and him showing up at that game is just further, you know, going down those those lines. And then Saban afterwards. I don't think this is what he meant, but Saban said that you know during the the final play of the, the the game there, you know the multiple timeouts that they thought they had a good look, but he said Michigan knew that and that's why they called timeout. So some people were trying to read into that. No, I <laughs> think it was... that, is the sign stealing thing. I, I I feel like it's not really. A, I mean, obviously they caught it and Stallions is gone. Sure, but I feel like no one really cares. Like that is not. I think some of the coaches care, but in general, I think most people have moved on. And and obviously, it's. it's I mean, it's not even a storyline. No, well, to the level that it, that it was going on, it's it's not there. But leading up to the game, Alabama did take precautions. Yeah. They said that they oh, yeah. weren't. Uh, they they were changing things. They weren't allowing guys to upload. Uh, you know, uh, game footage to the server. Because there was some some speculation too that Ohio State was getting accused of some stuff too that they were hacking into the servers, um, and 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 accessing film that way. Yeah, so there's you know the, the precautions were taken and it had no impact on these games, which is why most people have moved on. So if they win, Michigan, mm-hmm. it's not a, it's not like a tainted title or anything. I certainly it? hope not. I mean, I suppose there could be some some people that want to try to go down that that road, but especially if the NCAA does do um, what most people think they're going to do and suspend Harbaugh. Um, for games next year, there'll be some people that that want to claim that and and want to bitch and moan. But at this point, if you're doing that, it's just sour grapes. And you know, I, I think Michigan has proven that 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 they more than belong, and that it had nothing to do with beating Alabama, had nothing to do with beating Ohio State, and it's going to have nothing to do with winning or losing against Washington. Could have had something to do with them being undefeated. Yeah, that that is true. Absolutely. So Harbaugh, you're saying Harbaugh could get suspended for next season? They're saying that they think somewhere between six and eight games. More? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. This I thought they already put that to bed. No, the Big Ten put it to bed. Oh, so, the NCAA's still So gonna... as part of the so he got suspended at the start of the year for whatever it was. I think three games, if I'm not mistaken, three or four games, and that was for the recruiting stuff. And then he got suspended by the Big Ten and he agreed to the suspension as long as the Big Ten stopped the investigation and, and said that the case was closed. But remember, that only stops the Big Ten from investigating. The NCAA has their own investigation going on, and there are plenty of people out there, um, college reporters, that do believe that he is going to face more punishment next year, which leads to further speculation that he's just going to be like, I'm done with this, especially if they win, uh, I'm out. And that you know there may be a team in L.A. that he has interest in. Yeah, I was looking at the odds. Um, 
he the the team that he's actually favored to go to. Not mm-hmm. that this means anything, but it's Carolina, not the oh, Chargers. Interesting. Yeah, and I'm not really sure why. I guess just the young quarterback. But I'd Boy, rather I would, have the other young quarterback and uh, Justin Herbert. I certainly wouldn't go anywhere near Bryce Young right now, <clears throat> nor that owner. But uh, anyway. Well, but the, it's not like the Chargers have a great owner. No, but they mean, have, he's awful. But they have a much better roster and a, and a real quarterback. Yeah, but I, I bet you, you know, I don't know. I, I, I bet if you really sat down and dug into the Panthers versus Chargers uh, head coaching positions, I bet it's closer than you'd think. Mm. Considering, and it depends on where you want to live, where your wife wants to live, you know, that type of thing, too. Sure, L- yeah, Harbaugh's not necessarily an L.A. guy. Well, actually, outside of, of Michigan, the only places he's coached is, is California. Yeah. But coached I just, in, coached oh. in in San Diego and then coached in uh, in in the Bay Area and then coached yeah, in in I San Francisco. So. But he just doesn't seem like an LA guy. The Bay Area, but yeah. <clears throat> anyway, um, screw Michigan. I'm rooting for the Huskies. How about that? <laughs> How about that live on the radio? I too am pulling for Washington. One, I dislike Harbaugh, and two, I, I love the fact that no one has given Washington any credit all year long. Um, and yet they just continue to do this. They continue to find ways. I think Penix um, has been underappreciated all year, and we keep making excuses why Washington can't win. And all they what are they what, 21 in a row now? And so I'm I'm I would love to see it. I think this would be the most improbable national championship since like maybe the Colorado uh, Georgia Tech, you know championships of the of the early night it is weird to see these two teams in the final like yeah. it's it's like well michigan hasn't won one since 97 well bartu was saying on twitter he was saying that this is the biggest title game outlier of of our lifetime let me see if i can pull that tweet up yeah because it's not full of top five recruiting classes yeah exactly his his big thing is you know he comes on every you know all the time here and if you've not listened to anything that he has said um the the main point is of of how the college football matrix started and how he got to doing what he does is he just simply boiled college football down to three things recruiting coaching and home f- where the games played yeah it was those three things and he has since obviously shifted and changed and morphed his and grown his uh you know the analytics of it all but that's what it comes down to and he said that this century, 46 teams in the national championship game, uh, we've seen five of them outside of the top 10 in high school recruiting make the title game. So, in other words, his point is in college football, and this is, I mean, it's its kind of a duh statement, mm-hmm. but his numbers do back this up, what we've all known, and that is that the teams with the best players win. And at the start of the season you can maybe pick out 9 to 12 of them that are in that window, that have the players to win a championship. And we've never seen one outside of it. And there's 126 teams, but only like 9, 10, 11, 12, maybe sometimes 13 or 14 teams have what it takes on the field, recruiting-wise, plus the coach, to win a championship. Well, he's saying out of 46 teams in the title game, five have been outside the top 10. One has won it this year. Both Michigan and Washington are outside the top 10 in the title game. Yeah, we've never seen an outlier so, quite like so this. So he says it's the single greatest outlier title game pairing in his lifetime. And Michigan— And you it, would think Michigan's like this big, this Ohio State blue blood. And they—I mean, they kind of are, but they don't have—recruiting rankings, I mean, it's all right there on paper. Yeah, they're— They on, don't have the five stars that you think they do. No, and then Washington is, is nothing. I mean, Washington would be the outlier. I mean, they just— even now, even coming off the two scenes they've had, they're not killing it in the recruiting class. Um, but it was another reason why I'm kind of pulling for Washington. I think it'd be fun to see someone that isn't loaded with a bunch of five star kids, and that's why I was rooting for him against Texas. Is it's who's the the, the guy that started twenty four seven sports? Like he is the grandfather of all modern recruiting. Like that's I mean he's he is the guy. He came out and 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 and. I'm paraphrasing, but he said, I have never, I've been doing this for, you know, whatever it is, 20, 30 years. I've never bet on a game, but if I did, I would bet like every penny I have on Texas 
They, they, they were they are going to roll. I mean, it, it wasn't like they're going to win. They are going to beat down Washington. Wow. And just based off of what? Recruiting yeah, just, rankings? Yeah, just recruiting rankings and overall talent. And, you know, they're going to run it down their throat. And Washington doesn't have the lines. And their defense isn't very good. And, <laughs> you know, it's the same crap that they we've been hearing for the last two years about Washington. And they went out in that game and and they were just better than Texas in almost every facet from, you know, from the from the beginning to the end except for the the last whatever it was you know two minutes of that game where they tried to give it away but that wasn't a fluke they were better than texas and we're going to hear this about michigan too we're going to hear that washington's not going to be able to stop their run and they're not going to be able to play the physical bully ball and the michigan's michigan's going to beat them up and we heard this when they played oregon we heard it when they played texas we just keep hearing this over and over again and look i get that michigan is really stinking good but we have got to stop this notion that Washington is a bunch of little, just like a bunch of little scrubs. They have several NFL offensive linemen. They have, I think, one of the top two or three quarterbacks in 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 the in college football. They have three NFL wide receivers. They have two NFL defensive ends. They have an NFL defensive nose tackle. They have a really good, what I believe is going to be a, a, a probably a round two, if not round one corner when he eventually comes out. And they're getting healthy. Like there is, from a depth standpoint, I get it, but from a starting 22, Washington can cause well, anyone in the country a lot of problems. And from an offensive standpoint, they're a hell of a lot harder to defend than what Michigan saw against Alabama. Yeah, I just feel like, because it was Alabama and we have so much respect for them and all the championships and everything, you just they're they're just they're the king, right? Alabama. Yeah. But based on everything you said and just watching Alabama against Michigan, Washington should give a Michigan a, a tougher game. Like, yes. It, Washington should be tougher for Michigan to defend yes. than Alabama was. 100%. Even though Alabama's like the you know, they're obviously the the king. But I mean, my God, you know, Washington Offensive line held up against Texas's defensive front. Yes, uh, Alabama's didn't against Michigan's defensive front. So there's another reason why Washington may be better suited against Michigan than Alabama because that offensive line for Washington is better than Alabama's. Well, it's the Joe Moore Award winner, and I get that Michigan as a defense is much better than Texas, but Texas's defensive line is as good as anyone in the country's. Uh, uh, Sweat so, and is, they didn't have that much success. No, they so, didn't. So, and I know people are assuming that Michigan will because they did against the mighty Alabama. But why? But not, yeah, why? Exactly. What What says that? Zero sacks. They had 17 pressures. They hit Penix once. And they absolutely got shredded. So And, and Milrow can't throw. And no. Can't, I mean, so Penix is 50 times the quarterback he is. So yes. it's just like. Yeah, I, I think Washington. This is going to be awesome. I, I, I believe that. And. and from a physical standpoint, yes, I think Michigan is going to run the ball and, and it's going to be problematic for Washington, but it was problematic when they played Oregon. And Texas, by the way, had two backs. I think Blue averaged six and a half and was a Baxter. The other guy averaged seven. So Texas ran the ball fine. They ran the ball 20 times and averaged almost seven yards per carry. But it's the same thing that Oregon did. Oregon ran the ball and yet their defense came up with stops yep. and they and and they found ways to get it done and their offense is so good that it, it it forces you to maybe play a style that you're not necessarily comfortable with especially if they get a lead which they had all game against Texas great game i just think that we aren't still to this day even after the Texas game we're still not giving washington credit for being more than a one dimensional team people think that they're this one trick pony and i just Watch them play. They're just not. It's not a great defense, but it's a timely defense. And it's got NFL personnel on it. It is not Liberty's defense that they're playing. Yeah, the thing that's weird about them is just how bad they looked in some games. You yep. know, like 15-7, to 7, yep. the Arizona State game. I think some of that is. I, I still believe that when this is said and done, and, and maybe they'll never really come clean about it, and I think the, the, the Penix injury history and his NFL draft stock, I think, has something to do with it. I think... I know for a fact that he was playing with severe injuries for the second half of that season, and no one wanted to talk about it. And they're so guarded of his health. But when he is healthy, and you saw him last night against Texas running the read option, you saw him scrambling, you saw him moving around in the pocket. That is, he is, when they play in the national title game, and this is going to be weird because of how good Michigan is, how many times have we seen this? When USC played Texas, and that USC team at the time, I thought was the best college football team I had ever seen. 
Reggie Bush, uh, Matt Leinart, Lendell White, all of those receivers, studs on defense. I thought that was the best team that I had ever seen. And USC was better than Texas. They were. They were a better football team. But Texas had a guy that was different. And he made up for a lot of those deficiencies, and that was Vince Young. And when they play in the national title game next Monday, make no mistake about it, the best player on the field, and I don't even think it's close, the best player will be Michael Penix Jr. And so I asked the question, is Michael Penix good enough to erase the gaps where Michigan is better than Washington? We'll find out. But I certainly think that he gives them better than a puncher's chance when he's playing the way he played against Texas and their ability to throw the ball to not one receiver but four and a tight end. And 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 it's also a team that is equipped, um, and I thought that this was something that, that could be a factor against Texas, and I think it was, and I think it can be the same for Michigan. Most teams, if you can't run the ball, you're screwed, right? If you have to throw the ball 45 times and you can't get a run game going, you... It, you're kind of one-dimensional. It's like, crap, you're screwed. Washington is one of the teams that if if they can't run the ball, it's okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're short passing game. As a matter of fact, every time they ran the ball yesterday... Yeah, you're kind of like, really? Especially that one series where they went third and one, fourth and one, <laughs> yeah. and didn't get it. It's like, yeah. what... What are you doing? Yeah. You have... Throw the football. Throw I know it's ball. only a yard, yeah. and you should be able to pick it up, but... And Dylan Johnson is good, yeah. but yeah, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. like, just throw it every time. So even if they can't get a real good run game established against Michigan, I don't think that they're going to be in a state of panic like like Alabama, where Milrow, like, at times their offense was just, it, w- it was nothing. And so I, I do think <clears throat> styles make fights. And we're going to, this is by far going to be, and Michigan's defense is real. Don't, I'm not trying to sit here and say in any way that Michigan's defense is a fraud. That thing, top to bottom, all three levels is full of studs. But this is going to be by far the biggest test that Michigan has seen. Look at the quarterbacks that they have played. Their three best quarterbacks they've played this year are Drew Aller at Penn State, uh, Kyle McCord at Ohio State, and Milrow at Alabama. Hmm. No offense to any of those three guys. But the four receivers and the tight end and Michael Penix and that old line at Washington, this is Washington's obviously biggest test. But as sure as hell is Michigan's biggest test on that side of the football. The only thing that scares me if I'm a Washington fan is, whereas it seemed like Texas wasn't willing to just sit there and take and, and run the ball and run the ball, I don't think Jim Harbaugh will have a problem running the ball 62 times if he needs to. Yeah, and that that running back for Michigan's the real deal. I yeah. know he's small, but yeah. he's awesome. Yeah, so that that may be one of those where Michigan may be like, cool, uh, we're going to just try to win this game 17-14. to 14 Yeah, Lim- and w- limit the possessions. Limit the possessions and, and just do it that way. And can Washington's defense hold up? And so far, the answer to that question is yes. <laughs> Against, let's not act like Oregon isn't a good run team, and yet Washington held up twice. Did you know Penix has beaten Michigan more recently than Ohio State? <laughs> really? Did you know that? No, I didn't. With Indiana. He got him, In huh? 2020, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little little revenge factor there for Jim Harbaugh. It's crazy. I All just right. think this is going to be, a, this is gonna be, be awesome. a great game, and I love that it's a, a traditional, for the end of the Pac-12, I wish it was in the Rose Bowl. I do. Oh, I, totally. I, you know. I think that the college football championship the college football playoff championship game should be in the Rose Bowl there's, every year. There's a bunch of people that are that are like Herbie was talking about that. It's just special. Yeah, and there's with the, the sun setting and the yeah. time and, and people are saying just Gotta make that. And do it on the first. Yeah. Do it do it on January first. Yep. Every year. Yep. Rose Bowl championship. I love that the final game of of a Pac twelve team is going to be for a national title against a Big Ten team. Michigan Washington, by the way, the last time Washington won a national championship, who did they beat in their bowl game? Michigan. Michigan. I just, uh, this is great. It's awesome. And you got Harbaugh, who's such a polarizing factor, and DeBoer, who's kind of like milk toast and such a, you know, he's just kind of plain and not too high, not too low. And I love DeBoer. You got a team that, that's that's playing basketball on grass, and you got the bully ball from Michigan. I mean, this is everything you could want out of a championship DeBoer game. DeBoer really is very generic, though. Yeah. I mean, he's just nothing. He nothing. No, and he's just steady Eddie. He's so good though. Never high, never low, never panics, and um, you know, it's fun to have the animated coach, the Dan Lanning on the sidelines. That's you know, that gets pretty fiery. But I, I, I can, I can appreciate the guy whose blood pressure never changes over the course of a game. Our poll question today on X at ten eighty the fan brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling. Who will you be pulling for? 
in the college football playoff title game, Michigan, Washington, or not Washington. Right now, surprisingly, Washington is winning. Really? And we're the home of the Ducks. Huh. 46% Washington, 39% not Washington. Only 15% rooting for Michigan. No one wants Michigan to win. No, I think we all, Besides hate, I think we all hate Jim Harbaugh. Michigan fan. Jim Harbaugh's such a douche. <clears throat> Hell of a coach. But All a right. giant douche. Up next, let's get to Lions Cowboys controversy. <laughs> Here is Jordan with Sports Center. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Well, I couldn't help but think of you, longing for you while away on vacation. Yearning for my musk. Well, I thought about you when uh, Dan Campbell was all hot and bothered after the Cowboys game. He had every right to be. And then I, I thought about you because I thought, well, have, did you ever have to report? I didn't because as a center, yeah. it's impossible. Right. But Nothing I just thought maybe at some point you played another position on the offensive line and you reported. No, you... but I've, I've, I've seen it happen uh, <clears throat> many a time. And yes, I was absolutely livid. And this is just, it's it's so ridiculous. I mean, the NFL officials have taken a lot of flack um, over the years and certainly this year. But very rarely do I think a blatant one directly costs someone a, a game. This 100% cost the Lions a win. I mean, there's just there's no way there's no way around it. And the NFL, by the way, came out today and, and they put a, a a video out to all the teams, uh, telling them make sure that it's 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 on you to make sure you report to the official and get clarity that that he has acknowledged that you are indeed the one that's eligible. But at the same time, Adam Schefter's reporting that the NFL is not going to allow any of these these uh, crew members to be in the postseason. They are getting punished for this because they botched so, this. Okay, so as what uh, the guy that they were talking to on SportsCenter afterwards, yeah, the officiating officiating guy, yeah, said it's a hundred percent on the player. It has to be because the officials. I mean, you, you if you're going to report as eligible, you have to tell the official he did. that you were reporting. He did. Well, okay, so they're saying that the it looked like in the video that the official just. Looked at the wrong number. Yes, is so, that what it was? So, he, got, he got the number of the guy so, wrong. So multiple people came to 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 report for the Lions, and I guess part of this was they had two guys in this this off balance seventy and sixty eight, and they sent some other ones as well to create confusion for the Dallas Cowboys. But Dan Campbell even said that they went to the official before the game and said, "Hey." If there is a situation, this is a play that we've been running. They communicated with the officials beforehand and said, we're going to have multiple guys reporting, and these are them. This is the play. And it's on tape. You can see the two linemen going up to the official and raising their hand and reporting. And the official... the, the official. Uh, so he just missed it? He just missed it. He, okay. he, he, he gave the wrong one. And they're going to say that this is on the player, but I think Skinner was the offensive lineman after the game said, look, I don't want to get fined, but I did exactly as I was told to do. And even Troy Aikman said it. You can see it on film. So how on but earth... He, you can't see the acknowledgement of it. Though, you can't see the acknowledgement of it. But what do you want as a player when you are told before the game, hey, we've already talked to the officials about this. You just need to go and report. And you go over with you and your guy and you say, hey, we're both reporting. And the official kind of waves off and whatever and then you go up to the line of scrimmage what else do you want him to do i'm sorry that is on the official that is an absolute botch job by the official yeah but i feel like and if it wasn't why is the nfl gonna gonna punish those officials yeah i just think that i wonder if there's any part of the 
of 68 or was it 70? I think it was 68. 68. Skinner was the one that caught the I wonder pass. if there's any part of him that thought, because he could never admit this. Yeah. If there's any part of him that thought, you know, I don't think he caught that. That I don't know. That I don't because know. if you did have that thought, then you got you run over there and say, "Did you get you know? Yeah, you double check." But remember, you are in a limited time frame here, and well, and he was running away. The ref was running away from running him. away. I don't yeah, know what he was doing, but again, I I just I think it is unbelievable that the officials knew of this play and multiple guys coming over to him that was discussed. Bef- it's one thing if if it's just in the heat of battle, you got a bunch of guys running running at you, but. When it's when you are told that it's this specific play with these specific players, and then you botch it, and by the way, that took a long time, and you know the officials were like, "Holy crap!" And again, the NFL can say whatever they want with the uh, "It's on you to make sure that that it's 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 your job to report." Well, you did report, and the NFL, you're not going to throw your officials under the bus, but you are because you just basically had it leaked by Adam Schefter, that none of those guys will be getting postseason assignments, which is really the only way that you can punish NFL officials. Yeah, well, It cost the Lions a game. Well, they didn't have to go for two. But they uh, did, and the they seven. got it. Well, I know, but I'm, I just mean once it... Yeah. Was it at the seven, then? Yeah, backs it up, whatever it is, the, the five yards. I mean, so, that's not a- so let me clearly ask you this. It is on the officials to help per- portray that as, as kind of fooling the other team, right? It's on the officials to help... The Lions in their plan fool the other team because no, they, you're no, not, no, no, no. You're it's, not fooling anyone. They fooling. Have, they have to come out and even announce. They're it would like, be fooling if you just if they just allowed it without you reporting. If okay. you if you are a sixty seventy, or I think ninety, gotcha. you have to report. You you have to come out and report, and they reported. And but I guess the 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 referee had the the wrong one. They they reported number whatever it was seventy as opposed to sixty eight. I'm sorry. I, look, I mean, I guess you can say that that I, I guess it's on him. Yes, to 100% make certain. But this is a little bit like the Kadarius Tony thing where, you know, you can say, hey, did you check with the official? And, you know, did the official give you the, the OK? I, I guess it's it's that same sort of thing. But when you go up to the official again, I go back to what Skinner said afterwards. I did exactly as I was told to do. And he did. He, he clearly goes over and, and, and talks to the official. Clearly. So now every time you go and report, you're going to have to grab the official as he's running away from you and be like, hey, 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 am I? And by the way, why are you running away as an official when they're coming over to report to you? I mean, you're not doing your job. Your job at that point, when you know that people are coming over to report to you, you as official don't take. It is your job to make sure that 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 has been announced. It's one thing if it's if it's vague and the Lions never said anything or they weren't running over to him. But the fact that they were in the official's face and the official turned to run away while they were doing that, that's on you. Your ass should be fired for that. That's inexcusable and it cost my fight and Dan Campbell's a game and I would say this if at at any level. You can't have an error like that in a two-point play that is about to decide a football game and has massive implications on division championships, home playoff games. You just, you can't have it. You, you can't have it from an official. Don't they, somebody brings up a, a point here on the text line. Don't they announce that too? Yes. They even said out over the, so when they, I think they said over the, the, the little speaker, so-and-so is, is reporting eligible. Well, but who is so number 70, number 70. So can't the, wouldn't at that point, the lions catch it. In, in that moment, I don't know how the Lions and, and what they're doing as far as paying attention, but yes, they do announce that. I, I do right. believe so that, that they point, announce Dan it. Dan Campbell would be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Someone probably that is one of those where maybe that that if you want to throw some blame towards the the Lions, that is one that you could you could probably throw some yeah. shade at them. That's weird. Yeah, it's a weird one because I I hear what you're saying, and I you know the officials got to be better. They just weren't thorough. Yeah, uh, but. I I get where the ultimately the bottom line, the very bottom line is. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You have to make sure the official catches you reporting. Yeah. You have to. I mean, that's just it. That is true. You can't leave any gray. Yeah. And the official's got to be better. But if the official's not better, guess who it's on? It's on the player to make sure that you have reported. Yeah. So I... I don't I know. Just, That's I why just, I want to know what's in that kid's head. The the sixty eight. If if he if he thought, oh, that was kind of weird and confusing, or if it was, he looked right at him and was like, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Then it's like, okay. And and we don't know. And and you know, all that stuff is mic'd up. I would love to know. I would love to hear what was said. You know, what the audio was, because maybe the truth lies somewhere in the middle of all that. I just I just go back to told the officials beforehand. Went up to the official. <laughs> reported why else was he going up to the official i don't know what else you can do other than make sure i mean in just the heat of the moment like that do you really have time to sit there and grab again the as the official is going away i put the onus on the official but maybe i'm maybe i'm off base on that all right y'all y'all we're out of here yeah and do we even know did the lions i don't remember did the lions have timeouts i don't know that's a good question. At the end of the game like that, I'm guessing they did not. Well, it was for a two-point conversion, right? That's yeah. when they sent the players in. So yeah. I think you know, uh, So I don't even know if you had a timeout. No, if in other words, I think what he's pointing out is if, if they had it if they had a timeout, they could call it after the announcement did not include number sixty eight and, and corrected made, it. And then and then yeah, tell that them. That makes sense. But I don't know. It's a weird one, man. It just sucks that a game like yeah, that. Yeah, a game came down to came, yeah. came down to that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, officials never want to be the story of the game, and far too often they are. And it's just another in a long line of, uh, 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 to me, of, of of a real problem that the NFL has. Memory serves; they were spiking the ball down the field, so no, they did not have any yeah. timeouts. All right, we wrap it up next. We're not going anywhere. I was just kidding. <laughs> we wrap it up next on the fan. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. On tomorrow's show, we'll get more into uh, the. Week 18 action. And uh, what's on the line for the playoffs? Playoffs. Oh, yeah. We got the playoffs, man. There's a lot going down in uh, in week 18. A lot yeah. still be decided with a lot of crappy to mediocre teams. <laughs> totally. I can't believe that Atlanta still has a chance at the playoffs. Uh-huh. That blows me away. Well, we we talked about this when they expanded the playoffs, and I know I was in the, uh, you know, the minority on this one, but I, I wasn't for the extra wild card because – I just I don't need Atlanta or New Orleans <laughs> or Green Bay and Minnesota. I, I I don't need any of these teams milling around the postseason. It just means nothing to me, and I hate that there's only one team that gets a bye. I just I, I I don't need one extra crappy playoff game. Well, the flip side of it is if you know I get what you're saying about Vikings and you know certainly Atlanta and the Steelers would fall into this category. Yeah. But you know, you, you need get, Mason Rudolph, do you? Uh, no, but you know, you could get the Texans sliding in there, yeah, yeah, and that's a team that is interesting. And a young quarterback could get hot, sure, uh, or maybe even the Seahawks get in there. You know, like I don't know, I, for every Vikings and Falcons, there's another team that you look at and go, you know, maybe they could make some noise, yeah, not really, <laughs> maybe not win the Super Bowl, but Texans can make some noise, I guess. But like, you know, Packers, the race, stop. Packers and the Rams. I just there's a yeah the Rams. A lot of people like the Rams. <laughs> there's a lot of bad teams. Rob, I'm shocked that you don't think half the league nearly making the NFL playoffs devalues the playoffs because I really think it does. Dude, come 14 on. teams in I, the playoffs. You could put all of them in the playoffs, and I'm watching and betting on every one of them. Yeah. I effing oh, love the NFL. It is the magic to of the, the point NFL. where if it's a playoff, like that's just it's just awesome. And I get it. there's a lot of bad football in the NFL. Yeah. Um, I watched, well, there's a lot of bad play in all of sports. Yeah, uh, in every league. But I watched Philly Arizona. I mean, and it, it was a really interesting game. And that's the 
the Cardinals right. kick the Cardinals rocks. are terrible. Yeah, but Philly's in a death spiral right now. I'm with you. Look, I can say all I want about how crappy teams don't deserve to be in the playoffs, but I promise you, come Wild Card Weekend, Dude, you're watching. you know where I'm at. And guess what? It's going to be dramatic <laughs> as hell. It's but, the drama. It's going to happen. But a lot of these, the the the, the, the last team in has just been shillelied. And Sometimes, we, yeah. You know. Yeah, so it we'll, just depends on who it is. Yeah, well, well, like we'll, the Bills are a good example, right? Yeah. I mean, the Bills may not make the playoffs, or they may sneak in. You tell me that's a team that can't win the Super Bowl if they get in? Yes. Buffalo is a team that if they, so, you know, and, but like Miami is is a playoff team, but they're going the other direction. I'm, I'm with you. Anytime you get into the NFL postseason, the nature of it and the one and done and the fact that any given Sunday, yes, it may, like everyone right now is, and rightfully so, is saying no one can beat the Ravens. And right now it doesn't appear that way. Dude, they're just, they're just waxing people and teams that we thought were good. I mean, they're just absolutely kicking everyone's ass. And it's like, who could possibly beat the Ravens? Well, welcome to the NFL. Someone probably will because it's just the nature of the beast. Exactly. It takes one game where you don't play very well or you get some fluky bounces or someone gets hurt. There's just no guarantees in the NFL, which is why it's the ultimate reality and and it's the ultimate reality show and why it it trounces everything else. If you're telling me that they, they expand the playoffs for a couple of extra playoff games... But yes, every once in a while, that's going to mean a just a just a team that's not fun to watch or terrible. I'll take that trade off. Give me the extra games. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. I understand. Let's go. I just wasn't. I, I did not need it, but I also won't complain about it. I will shut up and and watch. Yeah, shut up. Well, I I hate the 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 bitching and moaning about the, the. We always do the no one cares. Then don't watch. We do the, we we do this with bowl games all the time. Well, no one cares. Someone cares, or they wouldn't be on TV. No one's watching. Well, actually, uh, they are. And to the point of millions of people turning into crappy bowl games. The Pro Bowl every year. Oh, we don't care. Eight million people tune into it. Someone cares. It does better than Major League Baseball World Series and NBA Final Games. So you can say that no one cares, but that just means that you don't care. Someone cares. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. So, yes. The wild card, you could put every, you could have a true playoff where everyone makes it, and I would still watch it. Let's go. You could, you could not put an NFL, I can't tell you how many times I watch an NFL game, and as I'm sitting there, I actually have the thought of, what am I doing? And yet, there I am watching it. Well, the first game would be Ravens, who's the worst team? Panthers? Ravens, Panthers. It'd be Ravens, Panthers. I'd watch. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Bryce Young, huh? Hey. Let's. Might keep it within ten. I, I don't know. There'll be drama, and I'd and the thing is, you know, you'd gamble on it, and so you Heck still yeah. you still have that. And the then you'd have cover. is are the Patriots the second worst now? I think they are. I'd have to look. Well, they're tied, but I then you'd have Patriots Niners. <laughs> Bill Belichick <laughs> takes out the Niners in the first round. I mean, come on, dude. The league's great. More playoffs, more NFL. The NFL is fantastic. At it's this point, it, it does not feel. From Monday Night Football to two Monday Night Footballs to Thursday to the extra wild card. We have yet to reach the point where Where is Wednesday Night Football? (laughs) We've yet to reach the point where there's too much football. That is true. All right, 603. We got to go because coming up next is Club 1080. We haven't done one in a while. Google's most searched 2023. It is 603 on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.